baby, take it easy. Buck Buck Rising, take it easy. Buck Rising joins us now, 3HL. Buck, what's up? How are you, man? I don't know. Did I just walk into like a like a compromising situation? Yep. What's happening with the music? Yep, you did. Probably. You did. I mean, that's usually okay, the case. Right. Um, Hello, are, friends. Are you going to make the 53-man roster tomorrow? <laughs> you know, I deserve to. Honestly, <laughs> you really did. I put in over there. I would love that. So I feel. Much. I feel like I do, but no, I. Uh, I fear that I'm destined for practice squad at the very best. But I'll take that check, though. All right. So Tony just called in. He asked us yes or no on the roster on the 53. Mason Kinsey. No. I said no. Also. Who is the backup? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good story and all that, but it like, really is, and he plays I mean, hard. Maybe they, yeah, no, and maybe they get creative with like the running back thing because I don't know, like I I understand why the fans all love Makai Sargent, but I don't necessarily know that just because Brian Hill's on IR and Darrington Evans is uh, is unavailable, um, and McNichols is on COVID, that that guarantees Sargent a roster spot. I think they could, you know, just go two. And keep Kari Blossom game, so maybe you keep an extra receiver. But I, I think you know Mason Kinsey. He may have another opportunity elsewhere. Um, and Chester Rogers is a better slot fit. Makai Sargent was the next one. I said yes. You're going no. I mean, right, right now, yes. Like they don't, they're not getting anybody off the COVID uh, list. It sounded like based on Mike Rabel's comments today and the transactions reflect that so i mean he could because he could have to be one of the two but darrington evans just continues to linger out there not doing anything but he's not on ir either so okay i uh i think i think it's a possibility so you you kind of mentioned covid list ir remind people how it works like if you are like who if you have to be on the 53 man roster initially in order to play during the season how it works with the covid list if you're on that when they determine the 53 kind of remind everybody of how it all works yeah basically if if these guys are still on the covid list when they're making the cuts they don't have to count towards the active roster so what they can do is try and sneak them through uh the waiver process if they remain on the covid list and if they clear the COVID list and they're able to bring them back, well, then you have the opportunity to put them on the practice squad. So it just kind of it changes the numbers up in a way that, honestly, as long as everybody comes out of this without any long-term symptoms, like some, some that you see with, you know, Miles Garrett last year, who's talked about that publicly, Jason Tatum, um, who now uses an inhaler for the Celtics, and, and even Lucas. Like, I know Lucas has an inhaler now, uh, my producer, and Blaine and Mickey's producer for um, – after he dealt with that. So pending everybody comes through okay on the other side, there are some advantages to this happening at this particular time. Where are you on the backup quarterback? Logan Woodside, Matt Barkley. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He'll still on the damn COVID list. It's going to be both of them. Uh, I mean, I I think, you know, Logan Woodside, they, they trust him, and they don't necessarily seem to trust Matt Barkley whole hog, otherwise they wouldn't still be doing this two-man-in, two-man-out rotation that they've done the past two games. So, I mean, neither of them were good against the Bears, but I thought that Woodside did the best to kind of redeem himself in the snaps that he had, and he has a better grasp of the offense, which matters a great deal more when they're, you know, scheming defenses actually against you, and it's not just running base personnel out there. Buck, where are we on the tight ends? Like, it's, uh, it's just flying under the radar. We've just been quiet. Are we just going to stick with Ferguson and the guys behind them? Or, or 
you expect moves to be made for them? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's been quiet play. Like they've rotated like four or five guys at the bottom of that position right. a couple of different times. Now lately, it's been it's been a little more settled in, and I think Tommy Hudson is intriguing to them. But there's there's guys that are going to be out there. Like this is the the biggest part of this is, you know, who gets cut today from other teams, and can they be an upgrade on your current situation? You have 13 days to figure this out. So somebody like the uh, the tight end that the Bucks cut today, who's a Tennessee native in his name, I've got to pull it up on my Twitter account because I've forgotten it off the top of my head. I want to um, say like Tommy Hudson. Herndon, but I don't know that that's right. Well, no, it's another T. It's another T. Hudson. <laughs> it's just this one's Tanner Hudson. Oh, there so you go. Yeah. Tanner Hudson, in theory, could replace <laughs> Tommy Hudson, who's currently on the roster. But, oh, yeah, you know, there you go. Fringe, fringe guys, <laughs> bottom of the roster type guys like that. Uh, you're going to see, I think, them churn a little bit more. It doesn't mean necessarily that anything's happening with Ferkser or even Jeff Swain, who is also on the COVID list. Um, but I think I think they're pretty I think they're pretty comfortable with at least the top two. I don't know about you know how many they end up keeping. I think it could be different this year. Right. So Ben Jones on the COVID reserve list. Nate Davis goes on it today. So up to nine again and. And uh, that's going to make the 53 interesting because uh, guys are going to be like, yeah, I made it. And then, like, these dudes will come off the COVID list, and then <laughs> there'll be more roster moves, and they'll be like, damn it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's well, going to yeah, make that's it interesting. That's what last year was. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah I right. mean, that's, that's what last year was, though, too, right? Because you have the 16-man practice squad. Uh, I haven't seen if they've officially brought back the idea that you can protect four players every week like they did last year, which is how they kind of kept – uh, Simeon and Deshaun Kaiser through a couple of weeks as they were, uh, as they were, you know, their break glass of in case of COVID players. But yeah, I mean, that's going to happen all year long. It's just, you, you don't want to see this stuff happen. And I think this would again, constitute a second outbreak with the Titans with COVID given that the numbers continue to climb. Um, but if it has to happen at any point during the season, and every team is going to experience this to some degree, just look at what's happening with the Colts today, uh, you would prefer that it happens when you have two weeks to kind of get everybody back together and rest and recover as best you can before your season opener. Buck Rising with us, host of the Buck Rising Show, heard weekdays right here on 104.5 The Zone from 10 to 1. Also, a to Z Sports Nashville.com. You can check him there. All right, preseason's over. What's your overall takeaway from what you saw in these three games? Uh, I love Elijah Molden. Big fan of that guy. I think he's going to be really good. I think he's your starting slot corner, which kind of sucks if you're Chris Jackson because Chris Jackson was going to start in Tampa Bay, but then I, I guess some some kind of injury happened uh, to him in pregame warm-ups because we talked to Molden after that game. He said, yeah, Chris went down, and so that was when they told me that I was going to get the start. Um you know, for for all the fuss we made about the defense in the first two weeks, no touchdowns allowed, four twenty six on third down uh, allowed until the Bears. You know, Nick Foles looked like the, the hero of the Super Bowl all over again. I think you kind of scrap what you've seen basically from the defense and the offense. Everything except how the technique, the kind of technique that you've seen the players use, and how guys have kind of taken what they've learned on the practice field and applied it in game-time situations. Sam Ficken is real, and he's the kicker, so that matters, and you feel pretty good he's about that real. given that he has performed consistently outside of one bad practice day last Tuesday. 
Um, so I think you feel pretty good about the depth on defense. I think you are terrified of anything happening to your starting offensive line. And I think that you're, you've got a kicker, which is more than you could say for the last two seasons. <laughs> Slay said he wanted to talk to you or about you today. I don't, I don't even know what this is or where this is going. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, I don't know if it was one of Buck's listeners or what that tweeted me and said Buck got on me about my hypo cut man uh, spot that I dropped. And somebody oh. said something about my orange tinted glasses. So let me, let, me, let me explain this to the listeners. Listen, we give each other flack on these shows all the time. So Love it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't take any of this personal, but you can't take it personal. Second <laughs> off, I am a Tennessee bread, so if I get cut open right now and I spill blood right here on the floor, you'll see, you'll see a little Innsworth in there, a little NBA in there, a little Vandy in there, a little Tennessee State in there. Little, you'll see all a this. A little Firebird. A little fire, but no, no. But then when you bring in the black light to do forensics, <laughs> then, like, like daylight. Yeah, then you get to see the Firebird floating around, okay. the Oak Hill Alumni Warrior in there floating around, the yeah. Tennessee Oranges floating all around, and you really get to get to the bottom of it. I say all that to say I'm a loyalist. So who's going to stop me from saying we got the best cut man in the corner, and it is football time in Tennessee. So y'all can take it, shove it, do what you will with it, I'm riding with it, and I stand on it ten toes down. Y'all tell Buck rising that. How about that, Buck? And Buck. Well, let me tell you, you that who's here to stop you? It's it's gonna be me, Slay. It's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> but, you can't <laughs> but you can't. You can't get in the way of a moving train. Man, you Buck. can't, man. I listen. People been trying to stop this sleigh ride all, hey man, for years, man. This thing don't come to a halt. Ain't got no brakes. No, no, ain't no, got no, no roof. Listen, Slay. I would. I, I Listen, I'm on the sleigh ride. I've okay, got a Boom Boom go. Room t-shirt. Sure I wear it proudly. Yes, you do. Let, let me tell you, I'm not going to stop the train. I'm going to simply put it on a different track because you're an insane person yeah, if you true. think that you're going to sit there and tell me so much so that before I was getting ready to do a DraftKings live read play, <laughs> I was listening to a promo of you on your show. I stopped and said what that man had just had to say was completely ridiculous, yeah. and then I did my read. So I'm not here to, I'm not here to stop you. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. just here to send you on a different course because God help you if you're going into this year with that kind of well, and, and here's really, the thing. I truly don't understand. Here's the thing. To be fair, we've never said that anything that you have said is ridiculous. Yeah, never. We don't know. Never. Why exactly. would we do something not like any, that? At yeah. any point ever have we yeah. done that. And I'm not telling you to get off the side <laughs> of the road with your sign book asking for change. The sleigh ride just keeps on going. I throw some out the window. It's cool. You can throw a caution sign Listen. out. It's all good. I'm I come well, back and pick you, you up. I, if you think I'm here, if you think I'm out here, James, buddy, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> hey, why are you so chill right now, man? He is laid back right now. I could probably tell you why. <laughs> you got his uh -oh. cat, cats all around. You <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh, uh -oh. Carl Lewis. Just Carl Lewis. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dawn, listen. There are some things that are safe and there's some things that are not. Keep it moving. <laughs> get on it. Tell him to get back on the train, huh? That's what you say. Oh man. All right. So uh so uh Don was not impressed with the coach's uh uh Zoom press conference today, were you? I texted you, Buck. <laughs> it made me so happy because you know, I'm just I'm just looking for the clips that I can make a joke out of when we come back from commercial break because clearly I'm not gonna be able to use any of it. And so, you know, he didn't do anything as fun as roasting Ben Arthur today, but it was just, it was such a slog, man. I mean, I need Mike Vrabel out of quarantine more than anybody in Mike Vrabel's household needs him out of quarantine because 
him back on Zoom after all of last year is not something that I want to suffer through. You know what? You know what we all need is you and Vrabel in quarantine in the same place at the same time for like ten days. Oh my! And like just a video feed. Do not value my life. Do not do not care about me as a human being. Why would you do that to me? No, I did. uh, Yes, my husband told me I need to show a little grace, but. I was very upset with that press conference today. And I get I get that Coach Vrabel doesn't exactly answer a ton of questions. I get it. You know, it's you're you're used to it. I don't know why today just like made that thing in my head go off to where I was very upset about the lack of any kind of transparency about anything when questions were asked that I didn't even think I mean, sometimes I'm like, that's a crap question. Like, why even ask that? Right? We all sometimes we all ask crap questions. I get it. Sure. But I didn't think there were a ton of those today. <laughs> and then the reaction no, was were. that they were all crap questions. So, you know. Well, yeah, because he's in a pissy mood and we just got to eat it, Dawn. Like, that's kind of the nature of this Zoom deal. I know. Um, which is why, you know, the, the the better that we can or the more that we can do in-person stuff, it makes for makes better, better experience for all par- parties involved. Now, listen, I like, I think that he should answer when he's coming back. Like, that matters. That was I know hilarious. That it's a 10-day yeah. process. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. I When's your 10 days over? Laugh? Well, it's not, not today. Not today. <laughs> not today. Not so today, I'm, brother. I'm tackling at that. Yeah. So I'm, Although, I'm, you know, I, will, I get my giggles. And... I will also say this. Right. Like, if if he is transparent in how it all went down, he told us he woke up, what, Sunday morning, had a sore throat, got tested. So you have to think his positive test was Sunday. He's been honest about the fact that he hadn't had a negative yet, which means if Wednesday. you do the math, right. Sunday plus 10 days is what? Wednesday. This is day eight. Correct. So if you do the math, Correct. then you should expect him. That's hella Sunday. reporting right there. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, that's just investigative well, no, it's, right it's there. Yeah, right? For all those journalists with a capital point, J out there. <laughs> well, at some point, can't he just and answer he, it? Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like it's not the end of the world. He's just, he's just in a, in, oh, I almost said a word that I can't say. Too relaxed. Um, he is in a bad mood. Too relaxed. Hey, that's uh, what we do to we our interviews sometimes, yeah. Well, that, and I just did uh, two hours with Will Compton and Darren Bates on Bustle with the Boys. So, oh, like, Lord, I'm have not mercy. An safe, we know there's not no filter there. Not safe space. Yeah. Um, so... I would say to you that his quarterback just went on COVID. He's been locked in his house for now eight days. Uh, he didn't like the way that his team played on Saturday. He expressed that very vehemently, both in the post-game radio interview that he did with Mike Keith, because oh, yeah. he wasn't terribly uh, excitable there. And then, you know, sun- Sunday on the media Zoom with us, and then again today. So, like, I, I get it. I still want him to answer the question, even though the question seems stupid because we can all do math and we understand what 10 days is. But to hear him say that would give us a development the on the course of the day. Right. Yeah. The yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other thing he was asked about was Julio. Uh, obviously didn't give a whole lot there. Just basically said he will trend towards being ready for the season. Um, what is your take on where Julio is? So he's strung together, you know, he's not doing a ton, but he did more today than he has in a while, and that's the kind of progress that they're talking about. Like, on the same same pace, basically, as Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown, like, I think everybody noticed, and if you didn't, I don't know how closely you're paying attention, but all these dudes started to come back around the same time because they're like, all right, 
enough of this. The preseason's done. Now this matters. Let's get these guys ramped up. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what they're doing. Now the, the, the wrench that's thrown into this is the quarterback goes on the COVID list and the entire, or at least half the offensive line is chilling there with him. So that does complicate things to a degree. But if you were going to, if you wanted to freak out about Julio, fine. I've been telling people uh, that he famously does not practice in the last two years. So like, don't get bent out of shape about it. And now that it's getting, you know, basically to be go time, 13 days till kickoff, uh, he's in on the practice field. So just hope they don't have to bubble wrap him again. There he is, Buck Rising. At Buck Rising on Twitter, presented his visits with us, presented by Buddy Allen Carpet One. Indeed, which is where you should go to check out uh, for all of your flooring needs. They are a full-service flooring company. You can check them out at BuddyAllenCarpetOne.com, the best in the business. Zach, Jenna, incredible family, incredible service. Buddy Allen Carpet One. Thank you, Buck. Appreciate you. It's football time in Tennessee, Buck. Yeah, take, take go left, Slay. Not right. Go left. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's what you do in NASCAR. Don't go right. The world was Thanks, going, Buck. What in the world was going on with him today? <laughs> Just out there chilling on this rainy day.